0: Yo, yo, it's season 10 yeah. of Latinos Out Loud, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard. No. Sazon um, 10. That,
1: that wasn't correct Spanish.
0: <laughs> Sazon? No, that that's a-
1: not how you say season. Yeah. Temporada?
0: The Usually we start off our shows with our opening question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our opening mm-hmm. question is usually something that we know in, in advance. Sometimes we pretend we don't, but we usually do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Just give them all the have...
1: secrets, Jamie. Give them all, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like that show back in the day where the the magicians were showing all how they did all their secrets. <laughs> from, it was like the guy wearing a mask, and he was like, "This is how you cut really, how we really cut open a woman in half." You know, and
1: all the magicians uh, were cursing him out, like while yeah, they, they were was, watching, because you
0: don't break that. You don't break that code. I don't know if they ever found out who was under that, that mask and stuff.
1: Well, don't break the podcast code, please. We right. don't want to do All right. that right.
0: podcast. All right. No, no more breaking of the old code. But <laughs> now in this season 10, we're, we're, we're playing around with stuff. We might do different things Woo-hoo-hoo. at the top yeah. of the show. It might be little games. It might be little sketches. And for this episode, we're going to try a random question generator. Now, if you don't know what this is, just Google random question generator. And there's about a bunch of sites that will pop up um you there are conversation starters just random questions that pop out of nowhere and but you don't know what they are like you can just re- refresh your page and you have a new question so i'm gonna do that now for and i'm gonna ask a question to each of us Ooh. that we have no idea what no the question is gonna be i have
1: absolutely so, no idea what's happening
0: a... so i am literally right now on the on the conversation starter page um Refreshing it, and the first question will be for Rachel. Oh boy,
2: Ooh. no pressure, no
1: pressure.
0: Rachel, what's something you've been meaning to try but just haven't gotten around he- to? It?
1: Oh boy. Okay. This answer could go down several pathways. Okay. Cause in my forties, I've been wanting to experiment with stuff. I can't, you know, and that goes from everything from fruits that I never really liked before to other sweet stuff. Okay. this is gonna, yeah. Okay. This is the first thing that came to mind. And I think you guys are going to appreciate this. I'd like to try going to a football game.
3: Like, Ooh, okay. Mm. Yo.
1: I want to go to a Giants game. Oh, like shit.
3: We got to do that. That's
1: a Mets game or something. Wait, that's baseball. But you know that's what I That's mean. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna, Already
0: a bad start, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: want to go see, like, the compatriots play.
0: Okay. The compatriots? The compatriots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The hell? Who's Isn't that? Isn't that
2: the name of the <laughs> team? Well, you know,
0: if you're in New York, you got to go to Jersey for that. You got to cross the bridge to watch the footballs because our New York football teams are in Jersey. Right. So... It's right. wacky like that.
1: And I also want to try to tailgate.
0: Okay. Does that mean something else to you? <laughs> Rachel's <laughs> saying that like it's a sexy term. Yeah. I'm like, do you know what that really means?
1: <laughs> I put that pause there for your satisfaction and yes. you're being the listener so okay. that you can wonder what I mean by that pause.
3: Interesting.
0: <laughs> well, that was, a, look, that was a good first question. I think Rachel answered that pretty well, considering she had no idea what the question was going to hmm. be. So... Um, All right, Frank, here's yours. All right? I'm just refreshing the page. Okay. How should we measure the productivity of a society? Oh, (laughs) shit. Oh,
1: everybody get comfortable. Grab some some chips and dips.
0: I was going to skip it, but I'm like, we shouldn't skip it in our first try of this. We should just, whatever question they throw at us, we got to answer. So I don't Uh know how you want to answer. Real simple. How should we
3: measure the productivity of a society? Okay, our productivity... By our society should be by our conspiracy theories. That's how we mm, should measure okay. everything. Yeah, I'm serious. Right. That, politically So w-
0: believe believe in the or question the conspiracy theories? Question
3: them. Question everything. I love conspiracy theories because it questions everything. It questions everything around you politically, socially, you know, economically. I think cons- So you want a society that questions everything. Yes. I want a conspiracy Nothing is certain. Productive. Yes. Nothing yes. is certain Productive. in this society. Question everything, guys. That's my motto
1: question everything. Put that on a t-shirt.
3: Yes. There you go. That actually was something that fit Frank. Yes.
1: Now, what about Jamie?
3: Yes, Jamie,
0: come on. You do it, it to on. yourself? Alright, so well, I'm, I'm, refreshing. I'm refreshing the page. Okay. What is the most annoying thing about your phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not an iPhone, you know? I mean, oh, that,
1: perfect so. I mean, look. I like
0: Android. Let me get this straight. I like Android. I like being part of the Android family. But what is annoying is when I'm left out of iPhone like related things. Where it's like, mm. oh, did you get the group text from on the iPhone? I don't know what you guys the terms you guys use, but it's basically like, oh no, I just I, I sent you something on through the air AirPlay or whatever. The fuck, you know what
3: I mean? Like,
1: air you guys drop- have like terminology, <laughs> and I'm term- like, wait, what's going on? Right? Oh. <laughs> my
2: God.
3: Jamie, I got something really interesting to tell you. I think it's a family thing because your nephew, Andrew, has an android. Mm-hmm. We're android. Right? And
1: Andrew... And that's
3: good. only because his name is Andrew. Okay? Yeah. Rachel, I thought the same thing. But then Jeremy, Andrew's also? nephew, uh, I think cousin, also has an android.
1: You're onto a conspiracy yes, theory. Yes, I, I think see so. It. I see <laughs> it in your face.
3: And I just... Stop being a productive member of society, Frank, all right?
0: <laughs> you know what? I think we should start the show before I throw my phone at, at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the Latinos Out Loud Podcast. <laughs> Go podcast. Go podcast. Go podcast. Doesn't sound right. It's not really a chance, right? All right. But we like to chant here at the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hi everybody! Before we continue the chant, I'd just like to say who I am. I am Rachel La Loca.
0: Hi. I'm Jay LaFerns. Ooh. Ooh, Jay LaFerns. That sounds like an old like uh, freestyle <laughs> freestyle singer. <laughs> Yo, come out to Lodi where you're gonna see George Lamond, Coro, and Jay LaFerns live. Out cue your
1: club and concert calendar. Doo-doo-doo. Bunca bunka in Sayreville is poppin'. Uh No, let's stop. Let's stop. That's such a New York thing. I don't think That's anybody very, outside yeah.
3: oh, man. of
1: New York are gonna get If you get that <gasps> reference, you better hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud, because we need to know. Oh, Who
3: else it's a is certain in the building? Yeah. Yes. What's up, y'all? There's your home slice. Frank Spiracy Nibs coming up from Washington Heights, yo.
1: Words son. The home slice from Heights.
3: You know what I'm the saying? The home slice
1: from the Heights. <laughs> yo, is... The height's still popping. The summer's C- coming to on, a close. Come on, come
3: on, son. Really? Are you going to ask that? Come on.
1: I have to because I haven't been there in a few days.
3: Come on, girl. All day, all the time. I don't know if I should save this for my Kellogg's okay, Quickies, but I had a great time this week by Harlem. I was with our homeboy, Led Black.
2: I? uptown you know, collective. There was
3: a beautiful event underneath, you know, the, that bridge on, on 125th? Mm. They're having a great event there. It's uh it's, oh. it's like it's called the Uptown Market, it's popping. I saw Led Black there, I was having a great time. It was on a Thursday, they had a band, it was families, it was food trucks, Jamie. I know you love you're a foodie.
0: Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, you yeah. would
3: love this. They have like two blocks of different types of food trucks. It's amazing. They had a stage, they had a DJ, they had a band. It was it was popping. Come on, the heist Harlem, England, we popping all day, all the time, every day, yo.
1: Yo, you really are like the mayor up there. Like, you just...
3: I'm trying to be. We trying to get Latinos out loud out there, yo. Up in Harlem.
0: Well, you in Harlem, so that's like even past the heist. Now you're like, now you're trying to get to the Harlem
3: side. Yes, we trying to get Latinos out loud to Harlem. We trying to get that Latino flavor out to Harlem. We, we, we working, baby. Go tell daddy. Let, shout out to live Black, yo.
1: Aight, aight. Uptown Collective, yo. But okay, I mean, I'm a little—I wouldn't say sad because we've been having some really sunny days, you know, recently. Your but...
3: beach days are over, Rachel. I haven't Wait, seen why? no more <laughs> Brighton why, Beach why? pictures. Coney a- Col- a- Col- a- Island pictures have been done with you. The weather has been kind of subpar. I've been a little <laughs> sad myself. I, I stopped seeing the, the 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 beach pictures with the kids.
1: You like to slice me a piece of the (laughs) truth whenever you can. And you know what? Sometimes I don't want to eat, okay? Sometimes I don't want to eat the slice of the truth. I just want to live in this fantasy world that the summer's another month or that we're going to have one of those globally warm falls because okay not for nothing i want to protect the atmosphere and the biosphere (laughs) and the triosphere and all the spheres and all the like cncs and the cdcs (laughs) and the carbon footprint i would kind of like a global (laughs) warming fall because i just want the warmth and maybe i need to get the hell out of new york i don't know what's going on here but
3: are you talking about that rainfall the other day i don't know Uh, what do you want to talk about uh you know oh yeah, I don't know if you guys you, want to talk about... Oh, the, oh there was a whole, yeah, yeah. Jamie, I don't know if uh, there was water coming in your house, but uh, Rachel Hell had yeah. a lot of water coming in her basement. It was crazy up in Rachel's basement. This shit was like... Uh, I think I saw a floating guy with a hookah in your basement.
1: I will tell my spiel <laughs> as soon as I hear the uptown spiel. Like, what was the aguacero like? And for those of you out there, like Hurricane Ida made its way up to New York. It was downgraded from a hurricane. However, it was a torrential downpour that the city was, again, not ready for. So what was it like uptown?
0: Sounds like one of your Jewish aunts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ida, did you make the potato latkes for Yom Kippur? Of course I did. What do you think?
0: Yes, that's
1: my aunt Ida.
0: Uh, <laughs> she came to visit everyone in the city. <laughs> um, it was like a Well, I mean, I'm in the fourth floor. You know what I mean? Like, unless it was like a twister, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton type of tornado shit, then maybe it would have like broken the windows. But it wasn't to that effect. But um, I know people in Queens that a friend of mine, he lived in a, in a garage area. No, like a basement area. Right. Like a ba- his ho- whole apartment in the basement area. He was out to dinner. He came back and everything was flooded. Oh All his... God. All his stuff was, you know, all his old shit, old CDs and old comic books that got fucked up. So I didn't even know it was that serious. Like, um, the trains were packed with know.
3: the social media pictures, man, of like water rushing into the train stations in the Bronx. It was crazy. A lot of cars got, uh, Got a site, you know, got inundated with water. A lot of houses that people lived in, like in basements, like your friend, Jamie, a lot of those houses got inundated. But the weird thing is that New Yorkers are not really ready when it comes to this type of. Oh, hell no. We're not ready. I saw buildings that couldn't deal with the drainage of water, the roofs, and the water started coming in via the roof going down. So I've never seen that and envisioned that. I'm like, wow. So our drainage system... New York... Our system is not ready for that amount of water in such a short amount of time.
0: New York is never ready for environmental disaster. Right, that's not us. It's always like, yo, this sto- this winter storm fucked us up. Or like, <laughs> this flood, this tornado fucked us up. Or this heat wave is fucking us up. You know what I mean? Like, we- we're never prepared. We're like, what is it. going on? Yeah, it doesn't matter who's like, the mayor. DK
1: we're yeah. the city that never sleeps. Well, you guys are sleeping on the drainage system. <laughs> Somebody's asleep at the wheel, because the city that never sleeps. I don't know, the sewers are sleeping because... <laughs> That shit was crazy.
3: Rachel, I know you went through some shit, yo.
1: Look, uh,
3: (laughs) Mm, uh I'm
1: not going to say I'm over it because I'm not. And my claim got denied with my insurance company, (laughs) which I'm not happy about at all. Apparently, New York City doesn't have flood and drainage failure insurance. uh, Or it's it's like Manhattan is excluded from the disaster zone. It's really insane. But those of us that have sub-level apartments... We all got affected. I'll tell you how it was. Picture this, right? We're up here, me and the kids, playing Perfection Operations, some cheesy board game from the 80s that I'm trying to get them to like.
2: You know? (laughs) And
1: then my neighbor is texting me off the hook. I'm like, yo, what's up? So she calls me. She's like, go check your basement. Go check downstairs.
3: Oh, my God.
1: So I'm like, kids, stay here. So I go downstairs, and it was a scene out of a movie because... Hubby was down there sleeping. And,
3: uh, and what's going on?
1: <laughs> on? On a floating sofa.
0: Okay?
3: Oh no. Um,
1: it must have been a comfy, because think about the waves and like the smoothness, you know. Wow. All, all jokes aside, it was a dangerous situation because, you know, I was like, look at what's happening. And then he jumped. And then I was like, wait, don't put your feet in the water. We have electronics plugged in. Put sneakers on or something rubber.
0: Because
1: the last thing I need is for somebody to get electrocuted here. I need you to help me mop. Okay?
0: Come on. Oh, my God. I'm picturing him, like, trying to balance, you know, jump to, a, like, a shelf and then, like, and then grab a chandelier,
3: and you know, like, try not to get wet.
1: It was like that arcade game Frogger, you know? Oh, like,
3: yeah.
1: And I was good case, at that. He was jumping on lily pads to get to somewhere safe. And it was our tiles floating on like six inches of water.
2: Wow. The, the
1: tiles came up. The water was coming through the walls, out the walls. No. My, but, yo, I'm going to tell you somebody who really held it down. Everybody in the household held it down. But I got to represent for Apollo the dog right now.
3: Okay, okay.
1: Okay, because a Labrador mix who's lazy AF. OK, who usually does a lot of bad things, eats the kids food, destroys socks, like doesn't even like to go outside for a peepee when it's raining because he doesn't want to get his pedicure
2: messed up. Like
1: he was standing in the six inches of water like a military soldier, like wow. stiff. Wow. like I've never seen him. He was stiff and making sure the operation was moving smoothly as we were sweeping the water into the hallway to go down the drain of the laundry room. He was like, you know, I saw it in his face. He was like, yo, if I could grab a broom, I would. But instead, <laughs> I'm going to stand here and hold it down and make sure no, no rats come floating by doing the backstroke, like that crazy video that yeah, went viral. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, That shit was crazy. <laughs> I so, heard a lot of rats died, died during that oh, flood. Oh, I no. feel so
1: bad. Should we yeah, light a candle it's like, for the rats?
3: Those <laughs> guys come back to life, Jamie, by the way. A lot of those rats come back no, to life. No, I know.
0: But, like, it soaked a lot of, like, in the subways. And so it, they a lot of them drown. So... Um, oh, man. But again, yeah, that just means yeah, the, the, more of them will keep popping up. But continue.
1: No, that's about it. So it was, a, you know, it was quite the cleanup. But you know, what I'm saying uh, we did it. Teamwork is the dream work, and we had to throw away a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm still going through it, you know, just toys and, Dang,
2: and oh, sofa
1: man. and artwork Shit. and laptops and Bluetooth speakers and entertainment centers. I'm. I'm I'm thinking of the list. Uh, wow. But, you know... was
0: well, was I- a good thing, like, no embarrassing things were floating in the water. You know, like, oh, shit, my vibrator. Yo, my vibrator.
1: Yo, I'm going to tell you something. First of all, that is not sub-level. That is up here with me. And second of all, what was floating in the backyard, because I'm just talking about the indoor damage. Outside, I'll tell you what a tonta I am. I was like, let's go get the push broom. It'll help us. Boosh. I open the door. Niagara Falls! Niagara Falls hits me in the face. That's like (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, a deluge. But what was floating in my backyard was all the bottles that y'all bought me for my birthday two weeks before. I was like, get oh, the champagne. Wow. It's going to float down the block and not for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to have a J moment. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, those are nice bottles. I don't want them floating down to the neighbor's
3: yards. Damn, that great goose I got you was floating down the freaking road, yo.
1: I, I, I lost the goose. I haven't oh, found him. Oh, man. The goose is still loose. Oh. I will oh, find man. him.
0: yeah.
1: I will find him.
0: Frank would have been like Aquaman trying to save that shit. For real, yo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what? I just gotta put a bow on this story and that we are alive, we are breathing, yes. we're happy, yes. we we're okay. It was a workout, but it was one of those things that you're like, only in New York and this is making me stronger. This has really got me convinced that I can handle anything.
3: We survivors, yo.
1: We are, we are badass New Yorkers and shout out to everybody who was like sweeping and shoveling and mopping and squeegeeing and just using everything with a bucket or some sort of orifice to sweep out the water (laughs) during that night. It was gangster. It was. But you know, that led to actually some good cleaning and some good getting rid of stuff because here we are back to school. The kids went back.
3: Yes. New New beginnings, baby you begin
0: that's true i have i've seen a lot of pictures of or video of kids going going to school for the first time you know like and looking back at their parents um uh, specifically a friend of mine sent me a bunch of he sent me like a bunch of pictures um of his daughter who's also my goddaughter Beginning, she's all smiley. She takes the whole, like, first day of school picture. And then progressively, the pictures he sends are more sad. It's like one... The next picture, she's crying before... Like, as the door closes... Before her class begins. Then the next one, she's like in the corner but with her doll crying while every other kid is like playing. And then the the third one is like they're having lunch, but she's the only one who doesn't have food and she's crying and not eating anything. And I'm like, this is like prison. (laughs) Like, why is this the saddest thing I've ever seen? But this is supposed to be a joyous moment. Some kids just can't handle it, right?
1: I think for some kids, the return after a summer of whatever they were doing is a transition, no matter how you look at it, hmm. you know, the same way most of us or some of us or none of us are transitioning from the pandemic life of being cooped up to like coming out of our shells and like frolicking, they're transitioning from whatever their parents decided to do and steer them in the direction of in that summer. Like yeah. here, I will say this on the record, you know, and I'm sure a lot of parents, family on this, the education doesn't stop because it's the summer here. Um, Education is a very strong pillar in my household, in my family. It's just really super important to me that these kids get the best education that they can get and a lot of that has to do with parents parenting so i did my best i did everything i could as did their dad and their grandparents but the transition to not being with mommy and daddy all day that's tough you guys Mm. and i'm not gonna cry but there was a little tough on me too not for nothing okay it's really it's hard you you know benji did really good the youngest. He cried a little and was like, "I don't want to go to school. I want to go to a toy store." That As was his me. Chance. That's me.
3: That's me all day. Definitely. No, <laughs> to
1: School. He's like, "I don't want to go to school. I want to go to a toy store." Yep. I Don't want to go to school. I want to go to a toy store.
0: Wow, very specific too. Very that, specific. I'm going, I want to go to a toys. I want to shop.
1: Yeah, he's. He's very much like me in that he's very direct. He knows what he wants, and he's not afraid to say it. Whereas Donovan was like, oh, my God, he ran through the doors like the educated horse out the stables. He was mm. so ready for first grade. He attacked it head on, made me so proud. As a matter of fact, that kind of lingered behind. I'm like, oh, OK, bye. Bye. OK, bye. <laughs> you, you don't know, miss like, mommy? OK. Yeah, like it was a very <laughs> abrupt departure. And I was like, OK. And all the, like, (laughs) admins are out there like, like, we we know it's hotter on the moms than the kids.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) He already sees his friends. He's like, Sebastian. Yeah,
2: (laughs)
1: pretty much. Yeah. Um, But I'm so happy. Shout out to all the teachers and admins who are an extended part of our village. Oh, my God, they have such a responsibility. We love you so much. We appreciate you.
3: Yes, I saw the pictures of, of Benjamin and Donovan, beautiful, on the first day. There's something about the first day of school.
1: Me emociona. It's emotional yeah. for everybody. Right? I used to hate yeah. it.
3: I, I don't know. I used to hate the first day of school, but... uh Porque I mean, that's the first day. You get to see the kids that could beat you up, you know, the girls that you like, you know, <laughs> the girls that you want to get in your class. Oh, shit, this girl's fine. She's in my class. Oh, that dude's in my <laughs> class. He could fuck me up, you know, uh, that type of shit. So. <gasps> (gasps) Oh my God. That's my teacher. I hate that Biatch, that type of stuff. This is Frank in kindergarten, by the way.
1: Wow, Frank. Wow, (laughs) that's the kindergarten.
0: So, you know, the first
3: day is very, it could be very traumatic when you find out you got to deal with certain people for a whole year.
0: The second day is the worst because the first day, at least, it was like light work. It was just like getting to know the teacher and blah, 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 and the syllabus and blah. And then the second day was like, okay, classes actually are starting. You actually start getting homework. And it's like, oh, this is real now. This is going uh, to be my life for the next six months or, or however long summer starts. You yep. Know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what about your thoughts on the first day of school, Jamie? Was it like, Frank, were you thinking of who is bigger than you and who can beat you up or well, pin you against the when locker? When I was younger,
0: everyone was bigger than me. so <laughs> um, Aww, There wasn't going to be a shocker. It would have been a more shocker if someone was like smaller than me. Oh. Um, yeah, I was short for a while. I was short for like till high school.
3: Jamie, you went to Catholic school. I went to the school in the hood. So I mean, I went, it, it looked like Rikers Island. So I mean, it's a total. Yeah, game.
0: like I had to watch out for the priest, not the student. Um, <laughs> hey. Oh my goodness, Jamie. Jamie! You know what I mean. Hey, I'm Catholic. I could joke about that. Amen. <laughs> Amen, my brother. <laughs> wow. Jamie, can I see you in my office? I'm like, ah, he gotta go home.
3: <laughs>
0: Yo, that's just crazy.
1: That's an interesting subtopic. Maybe not for this podcast, but we should unpack that one Latinos day. Latinos
3: are allowed after dark, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, after dark? No, I don't even want to go into that after dark. That'd be more like Latinos out loud therapy session. Um, yeah. yeah. But no, 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 nah. On the real side, I had chill priests. Surprisingly, I didn't have like a lot of nuns in any of my Catholic schools. I feel like they hid the nuns where I, every time I, you know, you know, you always think you're going to have like that one nun who's just like very strict mm, yeah. and like the ones that hit you with the rulers and stuff. Yeah. But I never really like encountered them. Like they, they would... It's like they, I don't know, I guess the schools I chose didn't really... We're sexist, and <laughs> shit. They're like, nah, we are, We only got priests up in here. Sorry, lady, take a take your hobby you're somewhere else. Oh man, um, I went to
1: public school growing up, but I will say the first day was the shiznit. Yes, like first day, you dressed to the. Yeah, nine, oh yeah, you, you have, know, you, you have, you have like, to have your
3: you have to have your nines. the everybody was looking at you. If you had busted sneakers, busted pants, you were gonna get rocked on the whole year. They were gonna diss <laughs> you. You was a bum ass. You know what? so the first See, that's day the
0: thing with college school we're all wearing the same thing we're all one people no oh. the first
3: no the first day public jamie different jamie the mm. first day if you didn't have no, your public best... school
0: i could imagine that's stressful yes
3: crispy. very
1: you gotta be crispy. you gotta be crispy fresh. Fresh.
3: yes
0: because i have people i have people this in my i have people just in <laughs> my book bag you know because oh, yeah, we didn't should... really you know we all wore the same clothes so people would choose to to to, to make fun of your book bag Oh, so I okay, had like a okay. Jan, I had like a Jan, I had a Nas sport, which was a fake Jan sport. You did not and everybody have a was like, "You could get in trouble for that."
1: You had a fake Jan sport. Are
0: uh, it you was called Nas me? sport. It was no. called Nas, and everybody I, was like, "Yo, what it. the fuck? Did the rapper make that shit?" What the fuck is it?
1: Nas, I need to talk to Lydia Fernandez about this. Where's your mom? Uh, can we get her to call in? Uh, she bought you a Nas sport instead of a Jan sport.
0: Jamie. That was that was the equivalent of wearing cheap ass sneakers or some shit in you know? a Catholic school.
1: Yo, those are not Nikes. Those are bikies, yo. <laughs> exactly. I'll meet you outside after homeroom, yo. I see you You're at three, yo.
0: <laughs> I see you. Yo, at wait, three. You got that shit, Buster Brown. <laughs> yo, you, you be shopping at pale, you know, palest shoe source. Yo,
1: those aren't even Buster Browns. Those are Buster Rides. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow. <laughs> you were going to get ranked on all year if you had Buster Rhymes on. All year you were going to get ranked. They were going to diss you all year if you had Buster Rhymes on.
1: <laughs> Yo, but then the second day um, to y'all point two is like, that's when I would get the whatever itis. I would put the like thermometer up to the lamp. You know what I'm saying, Run <laughs> yeah. the thermometer up. Um, but yo, know, they got me. They got me my parents because my dad was a junior high school teacher. Um, he taught Spanish. He was meant to teach social studies, but they asked the Jewish guy from Brooklyn if he could <laughs> learn Spanish over the summer. And wow. he did. And then he went on to teach Spanish and loved it and met my mom. And thank goodness for learning Spanish over that summer and not ending up teaching social studies or else I wouldn't be here and be the Dominican Hi. mix that I am. But anyway, um, they had it worked out that if I didn't go to school and had whatever itis, whatever it was, mamitis, tonsillitis, tonsilitis, whatever. That I would have to go to school with my dad, oh. and he would he would deposit me in the different classrooms. He'd be like, "Go to my uh, my friend uh, Miss Paulette's class. She's gonna teach you some math. You're <laughs> probably not gonna know what the hell she's talking about because you're seven and we teach in junior high school. But go sit down." You know, and so it was kind of a nice deal, I guess, because I still got the education. But there was just something about that second, third and fourth day of school that you were like, I don't want to do this. I yeah. wanted to do it the first day, but uh-huh. now there's too much pressure.
0: Wow. That was good. <laughs> Reminiscing. <laughs> one last thing. One of the worst in high school, one of the worst things, if you were a freshman every year, depending if you were a freshman, sophomore, junior or senior, they all wore specific Uh, colored sweaters to determine which one you were and the freshmen always had these light blue sweaters and everybody used to call them smurfs it was like a rite of passage if you were any freshman had to wear these like they they were being called smurfs the whole year as a sophomore like then you started wearing like brown (laughs) nobody really had any brown like shit jokes so it was really the smurf (laughs) one was like the most offensive and you were like damn i can't wait to like Stop. I can't wait to just go to the next level. <laughs> so that's the type of shit that happens um, in Catholics, in the Catholic school. That's the type of Catholic school abuse you might get.
3: Really? Wow. I think by November or December, like, yo, you had to like you were getting into fights already. I went to George Washington. The school in the, in, in the Heights was rough, real rough. It was like gladiator school. It was like going from Disney World to gladiator school. How... Are you not educated? <laughs>
1: so, Frank, how often would you get into an altercation at
3: G-Dubs? I didn't get into altercations because I was a big kid by the age of 16. Oh. I weighed almost 200 pounds, so I was lucky. But, you know, you so just...
1: you were the one altercating or, like, warning nah, just, I, I, of the I, I
3: altercation? Look, in the hood, honestly, it's about getting through it and being smart and not getting into any altercations. Just having to back up if you do need to get into any altercation, not backing up. But it was really weird of, for me going from uh, elementary school, going to junior high school, which was very rough. Uh, it changed from teachers actually caring for you for like it was very violent for junior high school and high school. And it was just about, you know, maneuvering, like Jamie said, maneuvering through the whole system and not being in beefs. I knew a lot of people. I grew up in the Heights, so I was very lucky. I love shout out to the Heights. Shout out to Inwood. Shout out to all the kids. Shout right out now to in Brooklyn. Right shout out right. to all the kids. Going back to school is a beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, it reminds me of new beginnings.
1: Totally. I felt that this morning. Yo, public school started today, and I will say, yo, the streets of the Upper East Side were packed. Oh my God.
3: Oh, that traffic is crazy in the morning there. When yo. school is off. Oh. I remember. And that. now.
1: Post-pandemic, I'm seeing this protocol of the kids lining up one by one. They're taking their temperature. They're, you know, there's all these new new uh, processes in place when the kids are walking into the building. So I respect that. But wow, we need some more crossing guards out there, ladies mm. and gentlemen. The streets are. I'm gonna have to wear my favors in the morning. I'm gonna have to put on <laughs> my my kicks, my <laughs> sneakers, and just start dodging moms and stuff, throwing elbows up. Make way! Stroller oh, man. coming through. Anyway, I would love for some botchita bites to come through. Yes, please. I can't
3: wait, man. Been about time, yo.
1: I think it's time.
2: I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night.
0: I've been waiting all day.
2: Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've
0: been waiting
2: all night. I've
0: been waiting all day. Bites. What up? What up?
3: JB, what's up, man? Long time, brother. Yo yeah, oh, man, holy cow. Come way, yo. Jesus it's Christ. Time,
0: um time for the bites. Mm. Uh, if you forgot over the break, Bochinche Bites is a segment where I talk about the Bochinche of the week whether it is in entertainment or the news or in my own backyard. Mm. Nah, um sorry, Stuff be going
1: down. Stuff be going <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, Dijkman is right there. I'm always.
3: sure. Yeah, you be
1: on Citizen uh, App reporting live. I see you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you in the hot zone, <laughs> yeah, son. Citizen
0: app, I mean, yeah. Uh Rachel, we were talking about people brandishing things,
1: any reports
0: and then Rachel sent me an actual brandishing and I was going to send you one too, but I couldn't, I wasn't (laughs) able to like, I was able to take a picture. So before you sent me that, like two days ago, two days before that, I was going to send you one too. And it was like, you know, man brandishing a a pipe or something. And I'm like, Oh my God, this word, that's like their favorite word. I
1: need this to be an ongoing thing between you and I forever. Whenever you see brandishing, please screenshot and send because I need to know where in the five boroughs someone is brandishing
0: something. Oh man, yes. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. Um, all right, guys, let's let's start out with the bites. I'm gonna I, I have like a... we're gonna go quick with these bites, so I have a lot Ooh, of bites. I like we're gonna that. just you know talk about it real quick, right. give our two cents, all right, all right, and then all all move right. on. First bite. Uh, Britney Spears and her boyfriend Okay um, Are engaged Oh
1: Congrats Oops she did it
0: again
3: Hey <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on Frank it was too easy She's trying to get out of this conservatorship I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right You know cause her father like owns all her shit Yeah yeah, all her yeah. Money. He owns all the mm. dough everything He owns and all the money yo and everybody's yes. like free Britney, free Britney, Britney and now she's going to get married to a dude and everybody all those same people are like you better get a prenup, girl. <laughs> or else you're going to be in a conservatorship with your, with your with your you know, with your new husband and shit and he's going to own all your shit. Why are so many people wanting to help Britney Spears? You know what I mean? Like every, she has like a cult of people that are like actually care about
3: like she's in a Disney going cult, on in her she... li- like
0: it's like obsessive it's like uh, like you know please like somebody tell you know help Britney get her millions of millions of money you know like it's not like she's gonna share that shit with you people no you know but they love
3: her um she's in the Britney. yo she's in that Disney cult man she's worth a lot of money yo
0: I don't know I just feel like i I feel like there's probably people family members of some of these Britney supporters are like yo this person I'm like you know like she's my cousin and I haven't heard from her in three years yet. She's like protesting Brit for Britney Spears to get her money back outside of a courtroom. (laughs) I'm like, what, what, what what the hell? Like what? I mean, I just think like, you know, certain, certain fans of celebrities, they take it like too too far. It's like, is that your, is your whole life about this celebrity? You know what I mean? It's like when the Michael Jackson fans that used to cry at all his concerts and fucking collapse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, it can be unhealthy. So I do think, look, I want the best for Britney, but also it's like, yo, people, relax. Yo, call, you know, call a cousin, call an, an aunt you haven't talked to in a while and get off, you know, the Britney train for a little bit. You know what I
3: mean? Didn't Britney have an issue with her baby daddy, the other dude that took her for mad Doe already? Yeah, she already oh, do with man, that. What's Nick. up with her, yo? That dude was
0: a dancer too, so he was like making like dancer money. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) he made a money. Now he's making
3: half, half of what Britney makes. He played her like like Play Doh.
0: Yo,
1: but I (laughs) I think Frank is on the track here. Like, okay, who are these super fans crying over her and protesting? Aren't they around our age? Like, didn't they grow up with the progression of Britney's career, starting with Disney? Like, if you fall in love with that person, while you're seeing them on the Disney Channel, by fall in love, I mean by just becoming a super fan. And then you follow their career. Aren't you gonna be infatuated with them by like a few years? In,
0: right so yeah but none of these people work like I see they're like they're protesting outside her court uh, her court trial every day <laughs> dang it's
1: too much
0: what is what do you do are you they probably have OnlyFans pages at night or something <laughs> and- because they're they're very committed to um, you know making signs and, and supporting her and again support is great it's just like um I, yeah it's it feels like it's like I saw a documentary about her and there were literally people like trying to find, they're trying to do all the legal legwork for her. So you're trying wow. to you're, you're doing you're trying to do shit that lawyers get paid to do. You're doing that shit for free because you were a big fan of you know um, I'm a slave for you. You know what I'm saying, Jamie? So, oh,
3: FYI, uh, Skittles from uh, Ladies Who Bronche is one of the biggest Britney Spears fans you will oh. ever meet.
1: You get will POV. get yourself
3: in some hot water, Jamie. He, yeah, let me stop. Let yeah, me stop. yeah, yeah. He <laughs> is a Britney <laughs> fan. I don't want to come
0: after me. And like I say, my argument is not anti-Britney. It's just like some of these fans need to calm down. Go see your kids. Go go hang out with your kids or you know you know People uh, love you know Britney. some friends yeah I'm sure they're friends they have friends that are like I haven't seen Tiffany in like two years ever since this whole Britney shit happened she's like uh, like
1: a Walter White of pop you know yeah like, such a bad like but we love her we, yeah, love, we love her, her. we want to see her happy and successful and with happy. hair on her head
3: you yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. right we don't want her to shave her head you <laughs> look like a <laughs> high fish now last time huh
1: that was crazy
3: what
0: yeah that was nah she was going through some mental health shit that's when people weren't really talking about shit like that yo, you
3: know? so, word, so, um, she was calva eh? she,
1: she was rocking the Frank Nibs.
0: yo what's that? <laughs> Britney <laughs> Nibbs I'm pretty sure Frank Nibs for Halloween that year Frank Nibs could have gone as Britney Spears yo I'm not I'm Britney Spears yo hit me one more time um okay next bite <laughs> a scottish singer like a famous scottish singer she's a 22 year old scottish singer she wants over 40s to be banned from nightclubs
3: oh shit i'm out then you know, we're because
0: all loud, i think guys. there was a whole what <laughs> we're all out sorry there was a whole, <laughs> sorry there was a whole controversy because where she's from i guess some politician was they have they have pictures of the politician like out in a club Wearing a suit late at night and this is like an older politician. And so she was like, I think over forties need to be banned from nightclubs. Damn. What do you think about this? I mean, do you think this is unfair? Do you think it's like or do you think it's like, yeah, you know what? Over 40s shouldn't be in a nightclub. They should be, you know, having a dinner party, very wow. calm and chill, or go to a cigar bar, Frank. You can go to a cigar bar. But do you have to be out in the club? You know,
3: Rachel uh, twerking.
0: I don't think we want over 40s twerking in the club. Jamie, I don't know.
3: Rachel, Rachel I'm her. Uh Maybe Rachel, you want to go first?
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to sit this one out. And uh, my comment to that person who said that there's no other 40 uh, people allowed in the club. Uh, you can uh, eat a fat dick. That's how I feel <laughs> about that. So I'm going to sit this one out on that note. Go ahead, Frank.
3: We're going up in age. But Rachel, you know, we be doing it, bro. We be going out. I mean Come on, bro. I'm past 50, yo. If we need to dance, we're gonna dance. If we need to get it down, we're gonna get down, yo. So I don't know about that. I mean, look, she's a little tight, yeah, of course, at 50, you know, a little the back is a little, you know, the knees, but Rachel, me and you be we we be going out there, yo. So I don't know I I don't know who be talking that mess, but we be doing it.
0: I think 22 year olds, they think over 40. And they think they're parents, right? They think like super old looking and acting. And nowadays, you know, there's a lot of people that you wouldn't even know was was like a certain age. You're like 40 something. Like, I didn't even think you look younger. So I think she's looking at it through like her, like if her parents were at the club or something. Right, 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 right better
1: put some respect on your parents' name, okay? Because that's probably how you got there, in the bathroom of a nightclub or something. You, you know, know what I'm saying?
3: You know what's so funny, Jamie? You're saying that I went to a party the other day, and all the young people are on phones, and I was at a, at a family party, and I was asking all the, all the ladies to dance. While all the young guys were on their phones. And that's old. Do
0: you see? And that's a great point. And that's old school. Our generation likes to dance. Right. And that's old
3: school. That's old school to ask the ladies to dance. I don't see the young guys doing that anymore. Like, the ladies are the ones that make the the party pop. If the ladies ain't dancing, ain't no party. And I see all the young guys on phones. Like, what's going on, my brothers? Like, that's not new school. Come on.
0: Our generation likes to dance like no one's watching. And their generation likes to dance on TikTok like where everyone's
3: watching.
0: Yeah. You know? And it's, it's a different kind of... I, I, yeah, I would have more fun with a group of people, like older people, that like when they start playing that old-school hip-hop, or that old... I know Rachel, like the old-school reggae. Yeah. And, Not and everybody... Yeah, and then you've, you feel like it's a shared experience. But nowadays, like, yeah, the, the new generation, they too, like you said, Frank, they're on their phones... Or, you know, they're into kind of like the ravey type shit where they're literally just like, yeah, they're fucking with their glow sticks and fucking high <laughs> as fuck. And they're not really experiencing it, the moment. Back in the day, we used to have Kodak moments. Yes. You know, it's like you really got to take if you're going to take one picture, you got to make it count in mm. that Kodak moment. Now it's like, oh, I got my phones. I, you know, I'm literally not doing anything without my video camera on. Right. And I'm literally not doing anything without taking pictures. Um, it's a different it's a different vibe. Maybe we should just have 40 and over clubs and, and t- ban that. the young people, you know? Wow. Keep
1: it sexy, classy and sexy.
0: Yeah. I but mean... even with that, I think we'll be like over 40 clubs, but you can't look too old. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll still discriminate. It's like, yo, dude, you got to... Don't come in here with, you know... Don't you come don't... in here like, uh, I don't know, like with the fucking white hair or white beard or some shit, like... You you know try to look a little bit try to look like late to mid mid to late thirties at least.
1: You know why I like the sound of an over forties nightclub is because a bathroom of an over forties nightclub sounds nice with like Motrin, you know
2: Advil. <laughs>
1: you know you know that bathroom attendant's gonna have Excedrin on deck. You know what I'm saying? Anything yeah. you need. It's the over 40s club, right? Yeah. They're going to have Vicks Vapor Rub, all of that stuff. Like, oh, hun, what? you? Oh, sinus? Oh, come here. I got a neti pot back here. You know, yeah. all of that at the 40 plus club.
0: Hey, look, Rachel, I mean, you didn't do this on purpose. I don't know. But the, look, we're going to the next bite, even though this is a great topic. Because the next bite is about Vicks Vapor. I read the Rub. show oh. notes,
1: Jamie. I read the show notes. Okay. okay. Alley-oop, <laughs> mother effer. Here you go play
2: some volleyball
0: (laughs) online uh, a tweet online went viral because someone uh, took a picture and um, where their grandmother um, um, gave them a decades old jar of Vicks vapor rub the grandkid had an ailment of some sort and it was like oh take this Vicks vapor rub and she was she was literally like grandma this shit is from
2: 1987
0: she had a Vicks vapor rub from 1987
1: Is, is more than a
3: decade. Did it Decades. still work? Did it? St- I'm sure it oh, still the worked. The
0: expiration date was 187. 1, 8, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> according to the grandmother, like this shit, th- it still would have worked.
3: Always. You know? Maybe it, a- it will.
0: I don't really know the ingredients of VIX. Maybe VIX is eternal. We'll, yes. You know, whatever
3: VIX. It could cure a gunshot um, wound, uh, Jamie. You know that I'm- in the Vipaparu uh, video we did for Juan Baguino, it cured your. Gunshot wound, remember that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yo. Somebody joked that maybe a Vapo Genie would come out if you opened that ass.
1: That is hilarious. Uh,
0: I wouldn't be afraid to open up anything that was from the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what you're going to... You don't know the smell. You don't know... <laughs> If just by smelling it, you're going gonna, gonna to pass out, you know what I'm saying?
3: Can I tell you guys a very interesting um, uh, cure my dad used to use? He used to use Viva Paru and he used to use Bacardi rum and rub it on our chest. And then put uh, t- um, paper towels on our chest and then put two or three shirts over us in like the cold winters. And guys, the phlegm will be running in the morning. It was amazing.
0: This grandmother was like, look, you could use this jar... And I think her technique was um, a tablespoon into boiled water and then inhale it, putting a towel over your head over the pot. So yes, some, everybody supper, has yes, their own up. Yes. Um, that was this person's grandmother telling them to do it, even with this old ass vapor roll. It works. So It works, but like, you know, go to, go to fucking CVS and get a new one. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I got to say something. About the new Viva Poru, my mom pointed out that she thinks that it's lost its potency.
3: I'm sure it has.
1: She thinks that the Viva Poru from 1987 is way stronger than the Viva Poru from 2021. Is that true, you guys?
3: I'd rather use the one from '87. That shit is the real McCoy
0: hmm. I would think so. I mean, look, Coca-Cola used to have real Coke in it. So I think the older <laughs> products. Just... That's true.
1: <laughs> they didn't give a rat's ass. Really. They were like, look, it works. Who cares
0: what's in there? You know, uh, so Frank, what? you know about that. That should be in the, that should be a conspiracy theory. That was real. Oh, I'm going to look into that, Jamie. I'm going like to look that. into that. They have real cocaine in 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 Coke. What wow, in Coca-Cola? <laughs>
1: yeah it was an ingredient Uh but maybe Vic's vapor rub like back in the day was potent and then like there were some occurrences of like kids growing three nipples and shit from putting too much (laughs) on their chest so they had to like downgrade the amount of menthol because you know that old that menthol will really clear your sinuses like a eucalyptus forest in australia that should take
3: away diseases man that shit was for real back then
0: word Well, um, look, I have more bites. I'll save the others for another episode. Ah, uh, Those uh, are the bites for this week.
1: Well, if those are the bites, then you guys know what time it is. Yeah, it's time for Frank Spiracy News.
3: Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks.
1: Frank. Hi. Hey, Frank.
3: hey, everyone. Good to
1: see you.
0: So nice. Life has been good because I haven't haven't had any conspiracy theories to like freak me out. Yeah. for Like last couple months. Yeah. So now you're gonna break that. Wow. You look Jamie. No
1: frown lines. Your face looks really good and not yeah, worried. Yeah. But
0: now once I get once I start like hearing his weekly or biweekly every other weekly uh, conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. I. I, I grow older. I, I, I'd be the kind of guy that they throw out of a club. They're yeah. like, no, you're too old. <laughs> you're 40 this is a old, This is not an
3: over 40 club. Well, well. Yeah. I love to share the wisdom, guys. Always love to share the wisdom of what's going on in the world of news, Yay, guys. Hey,
1: Frank.
3: Yay. I'm so happy to be back, guys. I really miss all my loeros. I miss you guys so much. You don't even know how much I miss you guys because I miss giving you guys what's going on in the world. Mm. It, it pains me when I cannot share what's going on in the world, guys, all the time. And I mean, guys, yes, That's we're heading dedication. into 2022, guys, by the way, big year on all, uh, all, 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 you know, 20, 22. Hello. All, you know, two, 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 two. two. Hello. Uh, two, 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 two. Yes. Mm. Numbers.
0: Uh, two, 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 two. That's like when you sit on a calculator. shit. Yes.
3: Yes. Guys. I want to talk about one of our leading companies in the world. This is the, this is the company that's pretty much running everything. And I'm going to tell you about a device that they're using. Okay. And it's Google guys, Google's running everything. And they're running a device of every single human being of the world. And guys, they're using a digital voodoo doll of every single. Yes. Yes. Rachel, Jamie, they have a voodoo doll of every single human being. And there's an actual human uh, uh, individual over here that I'm going to state that's actually like a Google expert that's actually spoken about this. People call it a digital twin. Some people even call it a digital avatar of us. And guys, look, I have brujería done on me many a times. Rachel, I've told you of all these chicks, I've done brujería, santería. I mean, everything has been done on me. I still
1: can't believe it, but yeah, you're here. Look, I found my
3: underwears in one of my ex-girlfriend's freezer. I mean that's oh supposedly like to freeze your bottom parts and freeze you, and the, so they could get you. I even seen like a frozen picture of me in an ice cube one time. I went in my girlfriend's. Oh to, my god! <laughs> I told god. you about that. I know I told you about Damn. that. Damn. Yeah. So Latinos, we do the bruj- you're like I'm just trying to get a uh,
0: I'm just gonna get a glass of water and I'm thank like you. Myself With a little bit cube.
3: of ice and I find a picture of me in an ice cube. It was crazy. But Rachel, wow. come on, come clean. You know, Latinas are in the brujeria and the santeria shit, I and now Google's doing this. Like, come it clean, you
1: Guys, girls, everybody, there are, like, people that identify as both and more that do brujería. It's not just Latinas. I hate to tell you, okay?
3: Yo, listen. Now, Google is getting up on this, and it's really crazy, okay? There's a guy called Tristan Harris. You guys could see an interview with him on Joe Rogan. I mean, he's an expert uh, of many different things. Uh, He's an engineer, obviously. Uh, He worked on the the, um, Social Dilemma uh, uh, Netflix special. Okay, he was done with that. Um, this dude is, a, is an engineer. He deals with a lot of different things like a persuasive technology expert, which he gives classes at Google. He was a magician at a certain time. He's an expert in cults. See? Wait, is he giving out ma- magician secrets? Yes. Like the guy yes. we were yes. t- talking about before. Yes, magician he's a
0: code.
1: <laughs> don't forget.
0: Don't yeah. break it.
3: Yeah, he's a behavioral economics uh, with relating to technology So he kind of knows how people use technology and how to uh, manipulate human beings and how technology is using us as human beings and manipulating us. And it's getting to a point, guys, that we all, I mean, I've always reported that they're kind of getting our information from all the usage that we do with technology, but it's getting to a point with the digital dolls that they're predicting pretty much what we're going to do beforehand. Okay. Okay. So now with these, visual, these digital voodoo dolls that they have of you, Jamie, of you, Rachel, they have an actual doll of you guys. You guys just don't realize that they have an actual doll of you, and it's a hologram. And they can actually pre- I mean, Jamie, I know you like, you're a foodie. Rachel, I know you like to shop a lot. I do. They know beforehand what you're going to do, and they make you do it without you even noticing it. You know that? Whoa. And this guy in this interview kind of states that. This guy's into black magic. He's into occultism. And he's a Google expert, guys. And so he talks this, about this.
1: this doll made me sign up for the Burlington Co-Factory credit yes, card when thank I you, went Rachel. there the other day? Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, never yeah, in my yeah. life th- have I even considered a Burlington Co-Factory thank credit you. card. Thank and you. And I was like... Um, sure I'll say yes. 15% right now Right and I, I had to pinch myself I'm like, did I just get A Burlington Coat Factory Thank Credit you, card? Thank you,
3: Rachel You think it's a coincidence? Guys, this thing Could predict your habits, okay? It could pre- predict The products that you're Going to buy And it could predict The future for you It's getting that deep, guys it, They're getting that good And this guy Goes into it In The Social Dilemma And some of these Other interviews That you could see of him, Jamie This thing is amazing
0: As Well, you said voodoo doll. As long as, like They don't tickle me You know what I'm saying? Because, you know Voodoo <laughs> They can do whatever they want to you. As long
3: as I don't get tickled, I, I, I'm good. Is that right. torture for you? If you want to go
0: through my mind and my brain.
3: Right. Well, look, guys. You know, good good luck. Listen, this good guy luck. was very important because he was the first guy to bring up to Google their social and um, moral and ethical responsibility to society because he realized how much power Google has over us in terms of our psychological, in terms of what we're thinking because he believes that every time we look into a phone, our thoughts... And what we're looking at, Google has a a a huge responsibility because everything we look at at Google, we are assuming that it's fact fact checked and it's true. Mm. So he he was one of the first engineers that told Google, "Listen, you have a moral and ethical responsibility to society." So this guy Tristan Harris, I got uh, guys, you have to see him. Uh, He has a, a great a lot of great things to to tell. And let me guys, let me let you guys know one of Google's mantras. Their first mantra was. I'm going to let you guys know it was called, it was, it was said to be, don't be evil.
1: Mm. Mm. I got a question though. Where could one purchase one of these Google voodoo dolls because I think I would make a cute voodoo doll and I want to buy like 10 of them just for my personal collection if you know right. what I mean
3: right
0: it's a digital it's, it's a digital, digital I mean it oh, changes so you can
3: download can't it, it. you have to download yeah, it Rachel, much, so I much have
1: to pay for it I want it
3: right Rachel it <laughs> changes so your digital voodoo doll from 2010 is going to be to be totally different from your voodoo doll to 220 well I, I hope know,
1: they reflected my 90 pound weight loss journey uh, right. over the last three years because I my my Google voodoo doll better be fly.
0: Right. And they know We all watch it. We all watch a different type of porn in 2010 than we do now. Thank you. Right? Ooh, Jamie, That's they're a picking good up on I want
1: you pickin- guys to answer that question, by the way. <laughs> no. You guys. set it up. We gotta close the loop. Guys, anyway. they're picking up
3: on all that information you put in Pornhub. They're picking up on it. Oh, every time you're going to purchase whoa, whoa. something, they know exactly <laughs> what your wants and likes are. And with that voodoo doll, guys, listen to me. There's a movie called Minority Report. Minority Report.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: And in that movie they could predict when it, yes they could predict predict when you're going to create when when you going to commit a crime. So we're going to the, get to that point where your DNA and your behavioral uh, um, tendencies will tell the system the Google AI system that you're going to Commit a crime, guys.
0: I have that gift too. In the subway, I know exactly. I'm like this motherfucker right here with the crazy eyes is about to commit That's some good. crime.
1: I also, Arrest
0: this dude.
1: I I feel like lately I know that there's going to be a lot of crime committed because the unemployment benefits ran out. So I feel like crime might be on the uptick in the next few weeks. You know,
0: I mean, this dude with that weird twitch and barefoot. I think he's about to. I think he's about to do something illegal. So <laughs> officers, follow Everybody him.
1: Everybody, watch your packages. Watch guys. your boxes. Watch your mailboxes.
3: Watch your Am- uh, Amazon pocket- packages Word. Uh, Word. hanging out in front of the building. Mm-hmm. But look, guys, seriously, um, I know you guys have a good, you know, living in the city, you could kind of predict who's going to do what. But guys, Google has pretty much you know, we're in their hands, guys. They have these voodoo dolls of us. Like, I've had girlfriends of mine, like, do some shit to me. So, I don't know, guys. Google and this guy, he has, like, you know, he has, like, black magic. He was a magician, by the way, when he was young. This guy, Tristan Harris. So, he got some stuff. And he's, like, he's a smart dude. And he's using this black magic. Like, yo, guys, we got to be careful. We got to know how to use social media. Like, this movie, Social Dilemma, was watched by so many people. It was one of the highest watched films on netflix guys because people are realizing what social media is doing to us it's a tool and we're using it and it's great but we're kind of realizing that it's kind of working against us in a lot of ways and we have to be very careful it's very dangerous it's a very strong tool but it could be very dangerous also Mm
1: -hmm. well said frank well said
3: yeah jamie rachel thank you again this 10th season uh is going to be I mean, amazing, like you say, Rachel. Uh, I expect great things going into 2022. Uh, the Matrix, The Resurrection is coming out around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah my no, favorite. Yeah. Uh, uh, like yes, the fra- my favorite movie of all time. I'm so happy. 2022. Let's make it happen, guys. Latinos out loud. Thank you so much, guys. Yes,
1: Frank. I feel like you need wow. applause after tonight's Frank Spiracy news. <laughs> Wow. I mean, who needs the Met Gala? We got Frank Piracy news here.
3: Thank you guys.
1: All right. Well, if that's the end of the segments for this show, then I think it's time for a good old kelloke. dos, tres,
0: vamos a bailar.
1: feel the love. It's que, lo que time, you guys. Night. All right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to flip a coin? Do you want to just have our producers mm-hmm. pick who's going to go first? Who's going to go first?
0: We're going to start out with uh, Yero.com. Big love to Yero.com. Latino men's go-to platform for news and lifestyle content. This week they're giving a preview of the New York Latino Film Festival mm-hmm. and the lowdown on what's showing this week. Well, you know, if you listen to this, it's going to be the week after. But you can also read about what the Latino Film Festival was showing on screens across El Bronx. Mm-hmm. So visit Yero.com for the full scoop. And um, you know, you can find out everything that the um, Latino Film Festival was doing. We had a great episode uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, where it was dedicated only to the festival. We were talking to directors and that and Calixto, the chair, and uh, Manny Perez mm. was there. So it was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen. And then finish this one. Yeah. Or finish this one first. Well, you're already at the end, so you're already almost... So finish this one, then go back and...
1: <laughs> That's good. Good direction.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Frank.
1: And you might want to pee before, like, you know, empty your bladder and then, then go back. Or grab right. something to snap on. <laughs> You know. <laughs> but don't take too long. You lose momentum and then forget about Yellow,
3: it. Facts. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh Frank. Uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Dykeman Drinks. Uh, they hooked me up with a nice drink. Uh, you know, when I was drunk in Dykeman over the summer. His homeboy, okay. yeah, he has nutcrackers and he was going by the highway and I was just walking drunk and he saw me. He was like, Yo, you want a drink? Yo, you got ten dollars. Like, yo, I don't have no money. He was like, Yo, hook it up, bro. Here. Wow! And yeah, man. Check check him out on Dykeman Drinks. He hit me up with no money, and you know, hit me up, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna shout you out on IG." So just check him out on IG. Dykeman Drinks, mad cool dude. I forgot <laughs> his name. Mad love to him. It's
0: always cool when someone sees you drunk on the street and gives you come something on, like to you gotta more, give him to be, love to get more drunk.
3: Yeah, I gotta give him <laughs> love, man. Dykeman Drinks. He gave me love. I was blasted. I just fin- as a matter of fact, I was visiting uh, Kareem Savignon, one of our guests. He bartends in the okay. Heights. I oh and I was coming actor, down from actor. where he bartended like at two, three o'clock in the morning. I have no money. I had a Metro card and this dude was like, Yo, you want to drink? And I was like, Yo, I got no money. He was like, Yo, my man, yo, here, hold that. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna give you a shout out. He was like, No, no problem, man. So I'm just giving him a shout out. Great dude. Check him out on Dike. If you're around Dykeman, he gives, he does deliveries. He goes all over the city. He got nutcrackers. He got the emos. He got everything on blast. Like his shit like got me. By the time I got up to Washington Heights, I couldn't even look look straight. So his shit's official. You know what I'm saying?
0: You got to give me that info. You got to give me that info. I will,
3: definitely. I also want to give a shout out, like I mentioned in the show, to Let Black. I saw him at um at this event called Uptown Night Market. It's banging. It's by Harlem. Okay? Their next event is on October 14th. This is the first day I'm giving you a shout out. And I will be giving a shout out when the event is happening, maybe a week or two beforehand. But guys, you got to make it. This thing is popping up in Harlem. Okay. I also want to give a shout out to one of my childhood friends called Ziad Ramadan that's making this event happen. And if you go there and I'm there, I will introduce you to him. He's a man behind the scenes, okay? Um, I also want to give a shout out to Jenny Jen doing her thing. We mentioned her on the other show, but I'm so I, proud of her. I'm going to give another shout out. She's doing her thing. And she oh, by the time you hear this, she already did her thing at the Latino Film Festival, okay? I also want to give a few, a few RIPs while we were away. We lost, um, that went over to the other side of the plane. Johnny Ventura, El, Caba- El Caballo Mayor. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to La- uh, Larry Hollow, El Judío Maravilloso, which produced over 260 albums for Fania All-Stars. Okay. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Biz Marque. Uh I want to give a shout out to Michael K. Williams, who we just recently lost also. Mm-hmm. Great artists, all these guys. I want to just give a shout out to them and blessings and light to them going on to the next plane. Pastor mundo. Thank you so much, my Aloeros. I'm just happy to be back for the 10th season. I appreciate you guys. I miss you guys. Thank you so much, guys.
1: Aye. I...
0: I, I... Very
1: nice, Frank. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. I'm doing some volunteer work with them on perinatal anxiety. Uh, I think I've mentioned it on this show before that I serve on a board with some really accomplished gynecologists and obstetricians and people that are heading brands like Ovia and What to Expect and all those great brands that we as mothers-to-be or mothers that we are right now uh, look to as a resource. And I'm really excited because as we're continuing the research and furnishing materials for what will be a perinatal anxiety toolkit for both medical professionals and your common Josefas, like you and I, ladies. There is going to be information shared that excites me so much because I feel like this is stuff that we've never really been equipped with that is in culture and that speaks to us. And, you know, ACOG has hired agencies to make this information um, resonate and connect with people. And it's gonna cover topics like the importance of treating perinatal anxiety, how to manage anxiety and discuss it with your loved ones, tips for normalizing anxiety, how anxiety goes untreated and mismanaged, And just an overall 411 on what is perinatal anxiety. Um, And so I'm really excited to be a part of these pioneers leading the way just to equip women and men and however you identify with information that will help and hopefully move the needle on the misinformation and lack of information on perinatal anxiety and depression. So stay tuned. If you want to visit their website, just go to ACOG.org. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, there's already a plethora of information on there. uh, But now, uh, just be on the lookout. There's going to be a heck of a lot more coming your way. Um, So it's important, you know, if there's something that you're passionate about out there. In my case, I've become super passionate about infertility awareness, perinatal anxiety awareness. And in my own little world and in my own little bubble, in my own little amniotic sack of life i'm just trying to do what i can so that other people uh yeah Frank, so that other people out there can maybe have it better than i did when i went through my bout of perinatal anxiety after having my first
3: rachel i didn't i didn't know this is such a big issue i'm i'm kind of noticing that this is big this thing is like this thing is huge
1: it's huge also because of the stigma and the taboo approach that our culture has had on this topic. You know, our grandparents and great parents, great grandparents, they probably didn't have this talk with us about, you know, what is.
3: Kept it in. You kept it in. You dealt with it and you stayed What quiet. is
1: postpartum depression and anxiety oh, or like, is it something that anybody can experience? All these questions were whirling in my head while I was going through it. Even more. Questions started looming, but, you know, like, if we talk to one another and open up the conduits, you know, if we just have the dialogue, you'd be surprised on how much better you'll feel. You don't have to suffer out there alone. And if anybody out there right now is suffering or knows somebody's suffering, hit me up, yo, at Rachel Loca on Instagram. I've got some resources for you, and I'm mm. happy to share them. Um, and to all of the listeners who rocked out and waited patiently, we're back at season 10. Oh my God, it's so exciting. We also have to shout out the network, Sonoro, who's been such a supporter. And we're going to make this huge. And now we've got some credits. So let's roll the credit music, all right? Let's do some credits here, okay? Let's guys, do it. Guys, guess what? Latinos Out Loud is part of Sonoro Media. Our team is made up of producer supervisor Paco de Pablo, yeah. Yeah.
2: You're,
0: you're, you're.
1: Producora Mitie Hernández,
0: Hernandez. Yeah. El
1: editor Augusto Martínez. Yeah. <laughs> Augusto. That's the A team right there. And yo, on behalf of Jay Ferns, Frank Nibs, and Rachel La Loca, we out.